to the new John Simmons Show. After years of battling a gambling addiction, John found a hope and a future for his life through Christ. He has spent the last several years encouraging others to find joy, peace, and hope in their lives by walking out God's plan for their lives. Now, John wants to help you find the passion, vision, and faith you need to start writing out God's sentence for your life and help you add to it every day. Four lines are now open. Call or text 314-880-0808. Now, here is your host, the new John Simmons. everybody welcome it's the new john simmons show where you can find god's sentence for your life and become the new you where we talk about finding passion vision and faith in your walk with christ so that your life can overflow with joy peace and hope today welcome to the program everybody if this is your first time with us i want to remind you that we have a live stream available over on facebook just search for the new John Simmons show. You can also find past episodes on all your podcast devices, Apple iTunes, Google Play. You can find us on YouTube. Would you mind sharing us with your friends? This is a show we're trying to get out in the open and let friends and family and coworkers know that God has a plan, a special, unique plan for each and every single one of us. And we want to encourage you, if you're tuning in tonight, to share this show with others. Tonight's conversation is going to stem from a place that's near and dear to my heart. Sports gambling. Yes. Ah, I've been waiting for so long to talk about this. Uh, Sports gambling. What is it? What's the problem? Uh, Is it bad? We're going to get into all this stuff after this uh, thing that happened over the, I don't want to say the weekend, earlier in the week. The Supreme Court, if you haven't heard, the Supreme Court ruled the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act unconstitutional on Monday. This opens the door for legalized sports betting throughout the country. Currently, it's only available legally in Nevada. And there was a big push from uh, some of the East Coast states to try and open up this opportunity of revenue for the state and for Uh, business owners and things like that, and sports betting a huge business. They say that even illegally, upwards of $9 billion a year, Americans spend gambling on sports. So this is a huge industry, obviously. I know from my own personal experience that I have both partaken the legal side and also the illegal side. And so I'll share some of those stories with you tonight. And ultimately, I'm going to give you some encouragement out of God's word about the situation, uh, how we can think about opportunities, what the world will call opportunities like this. And, and what I love here is the narrative. If you, uh, you know, subscribe to any of the sports articles and things, if you've seen ESPN, they might as well be gushing, you know, they've like a picture of their, you know, hot new wife on, on their websites. Oh, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to any of us. Have you seen what's happened? It's legal now. My, you know, we're going to start baseball uh, on Yahoo this morning. There was uh, an article that said uh, how America's past favorite pastime can become the favorite once again. 
because they're saying that now you're going to be encouraged to watch Marlins games and, you know, September games for teams that don't matter because people are going to be interested because they're betting on it. So baseball is going to come back to national prominence and cities where you don't just know about your own team is going to be a thing and they want to grow sports and Mark Cuban even came out in the last day or two and said that basically every NBA team owner has just doubled their worth. <laughs> he said on a couple different sources that you know if he were to sell the team now, uh, it's going to be a lot bigger price tag, all because the influx of cash and advertising and all of the things that we can't even begin to imagine is going to take place in the world simply because sports betting is going to be legal now. And it's not necessarily going to be legal where you live. Again, the sport, uh, the Supreme Court has, you know, undermined this ruling that allowed, disallowed sports betting in states other than Nevada. But what it's 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 leaning on is that states will be able to make their own laws. So uh, it'll just continue to be. You know, states will pop up left and right. You know, uh, there are obviously some candidates, some states that are going to be the first ones to align themselves with legalized sports betting, including obviously New Jersey, where Governor Christie, Chris Christie from uh, recent Trump <laughs> fame, I guess if you don't really know who he is, he was uh, involved in a lot of politics uh, during the presidential race. He was even running himself for a minute. And so uh, he obviously wanted to bring sports betting into his state. His state will probably be the first, if not one of the first, to uh, you know start practicing after this ruling and start allowing legalized sports betting to take place. Again, you're like, John, I'm listening to The Christian Show. I thought we were going to hear about Jesus. We'll get there. This has a lot to do with the lives of people in the world, and especially in America, because things are going to start taking a drastic turn in some people's lives. And I want to be out in front of it. I want to be encouraging those people who might have to find themselves you know, in a relationship with someone who's dealing with an addiction or dealing with issues that stem from sports gambling. I don't want you as a believer or as anyone in the world to think that somehow sports betting being legalized is this great thing. I have an article that was posted by ESPN about the winners and the losers of uh, the legalization of sports betting. I want to get into this list because it's just laughable. It's laughable who who really wins in all of this and who they'll try to portray to us common folk who just read the articles and, and try and feed us this bill of goods that somehow legalized sports betting is going to make our lives better. Get out of here. Gag me with all of that. The Supreme Court... I'm surprised that they issued this ruling, but not really. You know, it's it's just the, the attack of the enemy. John 10.10 10 describes that the devil wants to come steal from us, kill us, and destroy our lives. Obviously, something like this, the world will say, "There's, it's not going to destroy lives. It's just, it's recreational, and it's, and it's fun, and it's your favorite sports, and it's your favorite players, and it just, you know, it, it makes your day better. It gives you more opportunity to have more enjoyment and to find new things to do and new hobbies to watch. No. It's all about money, folks. It's always about money. And the people that are going to lose money in this 
the winners, <laughs> the losers. Uh, what I found funny is we'll go over the list in a minute, but sneak preview. Uh, nowhere on the loser sheet does it say you as a as a sports better are going to be the loser. Nowhere, nowhere does it mention that you are going to lose. You know all your money or your friends' money. Oh man, it's going to be bad. And so I want to get out in front of it to try and remind anybody who might be thinking, "Oh man, this is going to be great." I'm going to get to start going to the casino on the weekends, and we'll bet on March Madness. We'll put legal bets on the Super Bowl. I'm going to start being interested in games that I've never watched before. And if it's not you that's involved in this, it's going to be somebody you know. Statistics tell us that over 6 million Americans have some sort of problem gambling issue whether it's a full-blown addiction or whether it's just they've lost a ton of money or whether it's that they don't know how to stop. There's a lot of uh, statistics out there that tell us that many Americans, mostly males between the ages of 20 and 40, we'll get into some of the deeper statistics a little bit later, but this is the main you know, subgroup or the main group of people who are going to be enjoying the sports betting. If a majority of problem gamblers are age 20 to 40 males, well, who watches sports? You just named the people who watch sports. So if the people who watch sports are also the biggest problem gamblers, and then you allow them to have legal access to gambling on the games that they watch anyway, what do you think is going to happen? You think they're going to not gamble? You think ESPN, who's gushing at the mouth, who's already invested tens and hundreds of millions of dollars into sites like DraftKings and Fantasy Kings and promote them on their programs to get you to already do daily fantasy leagues and to get yourself involved in you know pseudo gambling or whatever skill based gambling they called it legalizing problem gambling is going to affect many lives i don't want it to be yours as a person who spent a lot of time effort energy and money trying to bet myself, I'll tell you that the road is a difficult road and it's not an easy one to get out of. And there's going to be a cycle in the lives of people who begin to walk down this dangerous road. You'll find yourselves maybe starting small and maybe you win a couple bucks and then you continue to go on and then all of a sudden the thrill of $20 isn't enough anymore. Then you want to bet $100 and maybe you win and maybe you lose, but it's not a big deal. It's only 100 bucks. But that cycle may continue, may continue, and over time, the devil's tricky. He's sneaky. I didn't become a full-blown gambling addict who lost half a million dollars overnight. It took ten years for that to happen. You know, inkling or you know, inch by inch, moment by moment, decision by decision, cycle by cycle. I saw habits in my life continually overturn found myself doing things that I swore I would never do again, betting outrageous numbers I promised myself I would never bet, taking credit from a new bookie, even though I owed the last bookie all sorts of money. I have a very personal stake and opinion in this area of sports betting and its legalization, and I want to be able to encourage anyone tonight to know that, one, God has a plan for your future. God created you and designed you and sent his son to die for you. And if you want to find salvation through Christ and find God's sentence for your life and start walking out that unique plan in your life, legalized sports betting could be a stumbling block 
in finding that sentence. Whether it is a wall that keeps you from finding salvation because you're too involved with paying attention to sports, then you have you know the attention span for Jesus. Or whether you're a born-again believer and you sacrifice the, the time you, you need in life to walk out God's will and God's plan for your life because you're too busy sports betting because it's a lot of fun and you find enjoyment and happiness in it. It's not going to be good, guys. God's plan for your life could be halted, could be outright prevented. And if you're a believer, you don't want these things to take a foothold in your life. It may seem small today, but I promise you the stories that we're going to hear years from now about the people's lives who were wrecked, about the families that were broken and the you know, the life savings that were lost. You may think, well, that's not going to be me. But likely, considering 6 million Americans suffer from a problem gambling addiction, if it's not you, it might be very well someone you know. I'm sure my family would have told you that this would have never happened to any of us. <laughs> I, I, I found my way into the 6 million. And I was actually in the the 1% of that, of people who've lost significant, who are, they call them pathological gambling addicts. I was in the 1% of the 6 million. They had a special plaque for me at <laughs> at my meetings. <laughs> they had a special parking lot for me at the casino and at the sports book, I promise you. People like me are what this bill hurts me or will hurt people like me, people with this addictive, you know, sports betting is a draw on their sin nature, makes them think that they can win easy money makes them feel superior that they know something that other people don't you know the, i know that this team's quarterback has had a bad weekend and he's not going to throw good he was up all night drinking and it's a pride thing just like poker's a pride thing just like blackjack's a pride thing well i'm going to beat the dealer i can count cards i'm going to count the tens and the nines and when they're higher than the sevens and the sixes i'm going to bet more it's a blackjack strategy you ever seen the movie 21 Throughout time, folks, people have been trying to beat the games that are designed to not let us win. (laughs) You can win a sports bet. You can win a hand of blackjack. You can win a poker tournament. But over time, the casino is not losing money. The people you're betting against, the bookies you're trying to get a check from, and it's not a check, it's an envelope stuffed under your tire, or, you know, something. I had to meet my bookies in special designated parking lots. There was the Shell Station. There was outside Sprint. There were, you know, I could list all the things that I was doing wrong. That's why I have a unique perspective here, guys. I'm someone who can show you why this is bad because I've experienced it for myself. I don't want you to lose hope in the future of those people who get involved in something like this either. That's a big takeaway here. They're going to be friends and family, maybe of people that you know, maybe in your own life, who will be absolutely affected in a negative way because of the sports gambling lifestyle. And when that happens, I don't want you to give up on them. I don't want you to get angry at them, although that's probably going to be easy to do, especially if it's your friend who you know, keeps borrowing money and losing it. Or you know, you obviously, like in my life, the people just saw I was falling apart, and instead of trying to 
guide me towards getting help. They would just sort of blame me and call me a loser and call me an idiot. Those things didn't help me get sober. I kept pushing farther ahead, getting deeper into my addiction because I wanted to prove everybody wrong. A big issue in my life was thinking, oh, if I just hit that big jackpot, oh, if I just won that big tournament, instead of thinking I'm a loser, everybody's going to envy my life. That's the life that I was trying to live before Christ. I was trying to have a life that everybody wanted. I wanted to be rich without working for it. I wanted to sit at a poker table and not earn a living. I wanted to sit around and drink all day and bluff people and act like I was smarter than them. And then on breaks, I would call my bookie while I was at the table. I'd text him and say, hey, you know, I need a 300 on the Cardinals to cover or whatever it was. Betting sports, it's just like any other thing. You know, it could start out small and get bigger. It could also lead to other habits. There's lots of studies out there that show People who get into problem gambling have all sorts of other issues in their life. It leads to drinking problems in many cases. It leads to uh, thievery and theft. You know, it stems into other areas of your life. Depression is associated in more than 80% of people who have gambling addiction, like serious depression issues. (laughs) And this stems from everybody's going to win. Oh, legalized sports betting is going to be great, can't you? You know, there's a reason Las Vegas is only in one place. And what stays in Vegas or what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? It's because we don't really want to live the life of Las Vegas in our everyday life. We don't want that debauchery and that, you know, that overwhelm and that over the top sort of lifestyle. Spend too much money, stay in the best places, do all these things that we can't afford to. It's good for a vacation, but if we start to bring those things into our normal everyday life, the excess and the want and the selfishness and the desires of our hearts when we go to you know Las Vegas, Sin City they call it, oh my gosh, can you believe it's called Sin City and people don't realize that maybe some of the things we're doing there are against God's will? The word casino, by the way, has the word sin in it. Legalized sports betting will destroy lives and it will steal the future that God has for so many people. But there's still hope. Even if you find yourself facing an addiction or knowing someone that does, God still has a restorative plan for all of us. I don't want you to lose hope there, but I do want you to also be informed about the issues that stem around this new law where the Supreme Court is going to allow legalized sports betting. So when we come back, we'll get into the the nuts and bolts of it. Who's going to be affected? How will they be affected? Who are the winners and losers of this? Don't go away. You're listening to the new John Simmons show, part of the Testimony House Network. Take time to go back and say I love y'all. I was going through a change that I didn't know how to explain. But I thought that y'all would be happy for me. Hey, everybody. New John Simmons here with you. Back in 2012, I found myself at the end of my rope for what seemed like the hundredth time. I cried out to God and said, God, if you're real, I need you to show me a future and a hope for my life. What happened next changed my life forever. It took me out of my life where I was a gambling addict who had lost over $500,000. allowed me to begin a new life in Christ where I found more joy, peace, and hope than I ever knew existed. I share the stories, including where I blame God for my father's death and the call into ministry that I found in my first book called Finding Faith. 
I also share with you the answers to the questions that I was asking God about what is faith and how can I move mountains with it. Finding Faith has those stories and so much more. I absolutely believe it can encourage you to find faith in your life today. Finding Faith by me, the new John Simmons, is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble website, Walmart. You can also pick up a copy signed by me over at newjohnsimmons.com. Are you interested in learning more about finding God's sentence for your life? At newjohnsimmons.com, there are articles and videos describing how you can begin to write God's sentence for your life by finding passion, vision, and faith. In addition, newjohnsimmons.com has a variety of ways for you to be encouraged to continue writing God's sentence. As always, you can hear the show live weekdays at 9 p.m. Central Time by clicking the Listen Live button when you visit newjohnsimmons.com. Want to start writing or add to God's sentence for your life? Want to learn what that means? Visit newjohnsimmons.com for articles and videos that can help you find a future and a hope for your life today. Now, back to the new John Simmons Show. We're back here on the show. New John Simmons with you here each and every night at 9 trying to help people find God's sentence for their life. If you would like to partner with us to help us share our message of hope through Christ with more and more people, we would encourage you to head over to newjohnsimmons.com. In addition to being able to see past shows, see some of the videos we put up about what we're doing, you have the opportunity to partner with us, whether you are sponsoring a show or a group of shows, a one-time gift or a monthly sponsorship. You're helping us and being part of the team here at Testimony House who has a gospel-centered desire to share the message of Christ with others and help them find God's unique plan for their life. So it's easy to do. You can give 5 bucks. You can give 500 or more. Uh, there's no limit to the spending. Just pray and ask God if you want to be involved with us in sharing this specific message of hope in a future by finding God's sentence for their life through Christ. I want to encourage you to head over to newjohnsimmons.com. Tonight we're talking about the sports betting that has been made legal here in the last uh, 24 hours or so. The U.S. Supreme Court has issued a ruling uh, taking back a previous ruling which now allows states to make up their own decision. Currently it's legal under all, all formats, but the States are going to come in and decide, I guess, and have their own votes or their own sanctions to say what states it allows in. That You can go read about that somewhere, I'm sure, to find out if your state is going to be affected by this immediately or down the road. Uh, I want to get into some of the issues outlining the sports betting legalization and how it's going to be a real big problem. It is going to destroy lives and steal futures. And if you don't believe me, you can hear some people who have been talking about this for several years uh, ESPN has released several pro sports betting articles recently. It really is. It's it, Between Yahoo and ESPN, every sports site that I've seen this week is just gushing. Of course they should be. I mean, they're going. They're, the revenue that's going to increase because of sports betting and people spending more and more time on their sites, and maybe they're going to create some sort of you know, $15 drop-in where you can get all the today's you know, lines and all the best odds and the statistics and all this stuff. I mean, I'm sure they're just chomping at the bit. I mean, ESPN spent, I think, $100 million on the DraftKings stuff to promote it. And that was for fantasy sports. Imagine if you could actually bet on the games they were airing. Oh, my goodness. ESPN did talk about this three years ago. 
they there was an article on their website that I pulled today. Will sports betting legalization increase gambling addiction? That's the title of this article. Will sports betting lead to gambling addiction? ESPN's article. Here's what they say, and they're talking about how it's it's just around the corner for sports betting to be legal. Apparently, they they knew they knew the future over at ESPN because this was written in March of 2015. Here we are in May of 2018, just three years later, and it is now legal to sports bet. Here's what they say. Uh, the question it begins to appear. This is via the ESPN article. Sports betting will be legalized in the U.S., but is the country mature enough? as a gambling society to handle it. Now, here's the question. We have casinos everywhere. You know, there are sports betting available in Nevada. We have had a, you know, lottery in almost every state, if not every state. So our country isn't, you know, getting to gamble for the first time. So you might think, well, you know, if you're a problem gambler, you already were one. And, you know, if you're going to have an addiction, it was probably already brought out but no new addictions are going to get formed new people are going to find themselves seeing their future stolen from them by the devil because this has become a thing don't take my word for it how about dr howard schaefer this is listed in the espn article he's a professor of psychiatry at harvard sounds like he might know what he's talking about not just harvard medical school he's a leading authority on gambling okay so this guy's a highly Highly well known in this field, he has uh, definitely has an opinion worth hearing. It's a he says, Doctor Schaefer says, sports betting in the United States is ubiquitous. We have office pools, friendly wagers. It's not unusual when Super Bowl rolls around for mayors of the competing cities to have a public bet, and that's all sports betting. Have you been involved in any of that? Uh, you know, this past March, were you in the office pool? Did you make a bracket? Did you put 10 bucks on it? Have you ever bet with friends or with a bookie for the Super Bowl? Some of us, many of us maybe, have been involved in this sort of behavior. Dr. Schaefer goes on to say, if, is the community mature enough to tolerate legalized sports betting? Because when sports betting becomes legal... There will be some people who might not have bet on sports who will now jump in. Are those sports betting virgins, so to speak, going to be affected? Howard Schaefer says the answer is yes, emphatically yes. How many will there be, and will they be enough to influence the system, he asked. When sports betting is legalized, young people who have never stepped in a casino or ever purchased a lottery ticket will try putting money down on a game and some will develop gambling problems. He also says that athletes are also specifically at risks. Uh, so if you're playing a sport, likely you'll start gambling on that sport or surrounding games, etc., etc. This go, can go from the pro level all the way down to uh, the amateur level. This is what Dr. Howard Schaefer says about will legalized sports gambling affect lives. He says lives and families will be ruined. This risk cannot be overstated. So a Harvard Medical School doctor, leader in his field of gambling, interviewed by ESPN himself three years ago, says that lives and families will be ruined by legalized sports gambling. He says there's an initial increase in problem gamblers, and this is known as the exposure effect. So when it's able to be done, uh, freely and not illegally anymore. So the people who would have done it had it not been against the law who are going to experience this, 
Not just them, folks. Guess who this is going to affect? Your kids. Our children, our students, our families. These are the kids that it's going to influence, maybe more than some of us adults. We're not that far away. Picture this, guys, from the apps that allow people to just bet sports on their phone. You don't think your 10-year-old who has access to their iPhone is going to know how to download an app and place a bet on a game that they're watching with their dad or they're watching with friends at school or they're playing in the you know gym on recess? You don't think that these companies who are going to be invested in marketing, spending marketing dollars and creating advertisements aren't going to advertise things like this to your children and get them hooked on little free games that you know teach you how to bet sports and there's no money involved. But when they turn 18, they're going to be jonesing. Our kids are going to be truly affected by this. Amazon, Facebook. All of these things can be areas of our children's lives, not just to mention our adult lives, where people could have the opportunity to bet a game. Twitter, this is going to be a huge thing. It's already a huge thing for sports that people get on Twitter and talk about all the games. What if Twitter allows for a screen to pop up and you can now bet the game that you're talking about? You ever been on ESPN and they have the cash for the streak game where all you got to do is click a box and... If you get enough of these answers right in a row, you win a prize from the website. Imagine if that is associated with an account that you have some money in. How easy will it be for you to click a button that says, yeah, I think uh, the Patriots will beat Green Bay today. And all of a sudden, you're now adding in your money that you weren't necessarily going to spend. You're clicking buttons and doing things that you are going to... I mean, they're going to do a good job, guys. The companies who are going to... You know, be involved and invested in the sports gambling arena, they're going to do a good job at advertising it so that you want to do it and your friends want to do it and your kids want to do it. They're going to have an app. Every every app on the planet is going to be designed now for you to be able to make sports betting at the palm of your hand. Six million problem gamblers in the country right now, maybe more than that. Most of them are males between the ages of 20 and 40. And Dr. Howard Schaefer from Harvard just said that lives will be ruined. Whose live, whose lives are most likely to be ruined? That group. I was in that group. If you are a male between the ages of 20 and 40 and you love sports, your life is at risk. You may not feel like it. You may not see it. But you will be targeted. People will try and get you to spend money that you may not have. They may call it recreation. In fact, ESPN, in one of their articles I just read, said that uh, the winner, one of the winners of this legalized sports betting is the recreational gambler, someone who you know, is now legally going to be able to put $20 on a game and enjoy a beer at the bar with their friends. That's what they're selling to us already, that the recreational gambler is key here. Let me tell you what, the state of New Jersey spent $8 million fighting this in in the court system to be able to pull this trigger on getting legalized sports gambling. Do you think they're going after the recreational $20 gambler? Oh, no. They want people like I was. They want people like they're going to develop. They want the people who get so hooked they can't stand it. Life savings are going to be wiped out. 
Wedding funds wiped out. Your food budget wiped out. Your kid's college fund wiped out. They're going to make it real easy to do it. And you're going to be able to hide. Your wife's not going to know you're hooked into these websites. Again, it's mostly males that are going to be affected by this between the ages of 20 and 40. I'm trying to give you hope here, guys, that you can stay away from this. Don't let these things that they're going to try and put in your face, all the ESPN commercials, all of the hopes of grandeur. They're going to tell you the testimony of the guys who have won hundreds of millions of dollars betting sports. Don't listen to it. What they won't tell you is the testimony of the lives that are ruined. In fact, I just saw an article, and I think it was in the same one, about will it affect lives. Yeah, it's in this one. Uh, In this article we just referenced about uh, the effects of gambling addiction, they share the story of Ted Hartwell, who is now a, uh, a speaker, an advocate against legalized sports betting because he lost a quarter of a million dollars in just a couple years. Ruined his family, his wife left him, and all sorts of crazy stuff happened. They share this testimony in this ESPN article. ESPN won't be sharing those stories anymore. You won't be, you know, you won't be able to hear the stories of all the lives that are ruined. You won't hear the stories about the kids that are being affected and their parents are divorced now because dad got a gambling addiction because football and baseball and hockey all converged in the same month and they he decided to bet their life savings and chase after it you may not think it's your family but i promise you we're going to hear these stories some people need saving from themselves you know i did there was a list you could sign in the missouri casinos where if you signed it you couldn't go in anymore it was trespassing it's the same reason that the illegal sports betting even though it's a nine billion dollar industry it's going to balloon by the way People stayed away from it because it was illegal. Sometimes people need saving from themselves, and there's going to be millions of Americans who need saving from themselves. They don't even realize they need it. They might think this is a huge win. I can finally bet with my friends. It's legal. We can go have a beer, and all the all the racetracks in Fairmont are going to be able to offer sports betting in addition to the horse races. Gambling is not a recreational game. That's what they'll try and tell us. It's not a game at all. It's a... It's your life. It's your livelihood. Imagine this, would you? Imagine uh, you worked 40 hours this week, and you worked 40 hours last week, and you're about to get paid two weeks' paycheck. And you've already, you know your wage. You know what your paycheck is every week. Imagine if the day of payday, I could allow you to spin a wheel. And instead of getting the paycheck that you you're deserve, that you've earned, you might win any any amount. It might be less than your paycheck. It might be equal to your paycheck. It might be a lot more than your paycheck. All you have to do is spin this wheel and you still get a paycheck, but the amount may vary. None of us would sign up for that gambling wheel, <laughs> that paycheck wheel. None of us. None of you would, week by week, decide to spin a paycheck wheel that you need to pay rent and to you know, buy your kids food and things like that. You No, I earned this money. This is the money that I earned this week. But how is that any different than taking that same paycheck that you earned and giving it to these bookies to bet a St. Louis Cardinals game? It seems to be, me to be the same thing. But they'll try and spin it and tell us that it's something different. The discretionary income that they'll also tell us about Oh, our our gamblers are mostly using discretionary income. That stuff is mostly non-existent. Most Americans are in debt. 
most Americans carry an average of $10,000 in credit card debt. Do you think that people are really gambling with discretionary income? Of course they're not. Most Americans are in debt. It's just statistics. Facts. The people that are going to be gambling are going to be people who are in debt, maybe want to find a way out. They're going to target low-income families, just like the lottery does. They're going to target kids. They're going to target you know people groups that aren't able to say no are going to have a harder time saying no because they want the the American lottery dream, you know, the get-rich-quick scheme. Those are the people that ESPN and DraftKings and Yahoo and the websites we haven't even heard of yet that are going to spring up and allow you to bet sports on them legally. They're going to give us a bill of goods. They're already declaring the winners and the losers. So when we come back, I'll share the list of winners and losers. They say are out there now because of legalized sports betting. And then I'll share some hope from God's word that will give you a chance to find God's sentence for your life. Don't go away. You're listening to the new John Simmons show, part of the Testimony House Network. Testimony House Ministries is the proud sponsor of the new John Simmons show. We are so thankful for all of you who tune into the show, watch us live on Facebook or on our YouTube channel. Without all of you, the new John Simmons show and all the other Testimony House Network shows would not be possible. Please visit newjohnsimmons.com today and click the Partner With Us tab to help us continue sharing our message of the future and a hope through Christ with others. God bless. The new John Simmons Show is part of the Testimony House Network. To learn more about the network or to watch other network programs, please visit TestimonyHouse.org. Now, here's the new John Simmons. And we're back here on the new John Simmons Show, part of the Testimony House Network. Tonight, we're talking about... uh, Legalizing sports betting now legal via a Supreme Court justice or Supreme Court ruling on Monday. Where normally you were only allowed to bet on sports in Nevada, now it's legal in all fifty states, at least for the time being. And so ESPN has been spouting all of these articles. I've referenced some of them, we've gone over a couple already. Talking about the winners and the losers of the sports gambling legalization. Oh, this is going to be so terrible, guys. It's going to ruin lives. It's going to steal futures. People are going to you know, find this obstacle. It's going to be like a hole in their path. They're going to fall into it. They may not find God's plan for their life. They may take longer to get to it. Now, God can restore people who fall into these troubles. I know from my own personal experience, I lost half a million dollars. Much of that was on sports betting. I have a very personal testimony that interacts with what I'm talking about tonight. I know what I'm saying. I I met the people who were involved in this process. I met people who were affected by it. I have yet to meet someone who's won a million dollars because they were the world's best sports better. Just a thought. ESPN has listed what they say are the winners and losers of what's taken place. And I find it so funny. They've stacked it already. There are 11 winners listed on their list and only six losers. So where does ESPN and other sports networks or sites, where do you think they land on, is this good? Of course they think it's good. And if you are someone who looks at their network and you watch their shows or you go to their websites, they're going to try and tell you that it's good too. 
You have to not drink the Kool-Aid on this, guys. Don't become a person who was one of the 6 million Americans, mostly males between the age of 20 and 40, who become problem gamblers, lose away their life savings and maybe more, go deeper into debt than they ever thought possible, ruin relationships, friendships you never thought were ever going to be broken. (laughs) I can tell you from experience, I lost a friend of uh, more than a decade, the best personal friend I had ever had, lost because of my addiction. I was engaged to be married, lost because of my addiction. Thankfully, I remarried the most beautiful woman on the earth and had wonderful children, but I was only able to do that after I found release through Christ from my addiction. Who were the winners, ESPN says? Well, New Jersey, they were the ones who spent all the money to fight this in the Supreme Court. And why would they spend so much money, $9 million to fight this case? Because we're going to give them all of that back and more. All us dumb sports bettors, all the people who will be doing this, the owners of any major league team. Mark Cuban has already been quoted as saying NBA franchises have all doubled just in the last 24 hours because of this ruling. Aren't we supposed to be mad at the 1%? Guess what? All the NBA owners and the MLB owners and the NFL owners, the NFL is already gushing. I mean, they are just so excited, chomping at the bit to get more and more money into those owners' pockets. You think the players are going to get some of that? The players who you're betting on? Nope. Sports data companies are going to pop up. Uh, just like Amazon and Facebook track you, and every time you talk about something and it shows up on your feed or you you know, you know search something in Google and it's everywhere else you go on the Internet, uh, when you start betting sports, they're going to track all that activity too, and they're going to make it real easy to know your betting habits. They're going to know the teams you like. They're going to put stuff on your feed that encourages you. You know, In so many ways, I can't even think to realize they're going to try and sell you, just like Amazon tries to tell you that, you know, that sell you that toaster you search for. Sports betting companies are going to try and sell you, and they'll, you'll use something like Amazon or Facebook to target you. An ad will pop up. Hey, you want to bet your favorite team today? They play at three. All you got to do is click this button. Stuff like that gets people into trouble. It's not that one moment that gets you into trouble. It's the repetitive habit. Facebook didn't used to be a habit. Now we get on it every day. Most Americans spend between, uh, I think it says, an hour to uh, two, between an hour and two hours on Facebook every day. The average user. User. (laughs) That's a good word. Uh, The betting public, we've already talked about this. Uh, The winners of legalized sports betting are the recreational bettors who will only spend $20 on a game. That's what ESPN says. I'm not making that up. Those are the winners. The $20 bettors. Those are not the people they're going after. Don't let them trick you. They're trying to trick us. They're trying to make us feel like, oh, it's fun to gamble. Oh, it's fun to put a, a wager on a game with your friends at the bar. DraftKings and FanDuel are going to multiply in earnings, they say. Legal bookmakers. Interesting stat. Follow me here. Nevada Sportsbooks. Remember, Nevada has uh, the only sports betting that's allowed right now. Nevada Sportsbook haven't had a losing month since July 2013. For the past five years, every single month, the Nevada Sportsbooks have taken our money. No one's won on them. No matter what the underdog, no matter who won the game, no matter who won the Super Bowl, they win. And it's going to continue like that in every single state. 
If you think you have the best plan, the best strategy, will you only bet the sure locks? I was just like you. I lost a bunch of money and more than that. I had to get on my hands and knees and, and pray to God to reveal himself to me because I lacked a life that had a future and a hope. And it happened moment by moment. ESPN tells us that the winners of this will be the states and that we'll get all sorts of extra taxes and they'll increase all sorts of infrastructure and and things in our lives. Well, let me tell you, uh, here in St. Louis where I'm from, they touted that when they brought the casinos in town and that all of the casino taxes were going to go to education. And then years later, uh, the lawmakers earmarked it for something else and now none of the education systems are getting much of the casino tax money. It's being diverted. Interesting. So they'll try and sell us this bill of goods. Winners are Twitter and horse tracks. We've already talked about some of that. The app developers are going to be winners. These people who are going to grow and build apps for us to use. It's going to make sports gambling so easy. This is something I'm just I'm dreadfully fearing. I hope that I hope that it fails. I hope that God, you know, finds a way to just smite these apps because man, they're coming. And they're gonna they're gonna make it so easy for people to lose their life savings in a drop of a hat. Not even that. They're gonna make it so easy for you to go double, triple, quadruple times the amount of debt that you're in right now. And if it's not you, maybe your son or your brother or your best friend Gary or Larry. <laughs> Someone you know will be affected by this. Someone you know. You know me. I was affected by it. Here are the losers. Okay, so this is these are the people that this is bad for. Sports gambling is bad for the NCAA because they, they're already trying to fight it and outlaw it. Uh, I don't want to get into the NCAA debate because I think they're sort of hypocrites anyway. Uh, illegal bookmakers. It's bad for these guys. It's bad for illegal sports bettors. They're going to lose all their money. I don't think so. I, anybody who tells you that illegal bookmakers are going to be out of business, they're sorely mistaken. Because here's the thing. As a problem gambler myself, the bookies offer something that Vegas will never offer. They let you gamble on credit. If you go to Las Vegas or now if you just go down to wherever we allow it in our state and you go put a bet on a game, they're going to want the money up front. Bookies will give you a line of credit just like a bank, boy. And you can go deep in debt without having that money to even pay them. I know, that's how I got so deep into debt. I ran the credit up with them bookies. They loved me. Pay that stuff off inch at a time if I had to. But they loved me. Kept getting me that credit, by the way. They always extended it. They were, the, they were worse than payday lenders sometimes. Online sports books are the losers. I don't see how that's possible, but they try to make an argument for it. Savvy bettors, they try to say that the losers will be the people who uh, you know, use the lines to their advantage because the lines are going to fluctuate back and forth. That's just a, a terrible argument. Here, here's the one thing that I want to highlight before I get into a, a Bible verse real quick. Uh, things that are going to be losers in the sports gambling legalization. Problem gambling centers. This is a loser. Funds dedicated to gambling addiction are minuscule compared with other vices. The National Council on Problem Gambling says it has been disappointed by the initial wave of sports betting bills, many of which do not specify problem gambling in sports. They don't even think sports gambling is a problem. 
They take $9 billion right now illegally. That's $9 billion they've taken from men and women who have just recreationally put $20 on a game, right? That's how they got all the money, just $20 at a time. Get out of here. They're going to try and sell us a bill of goods, guys, that sports gambling is fine and it's fun and it's easy and it's it's just like you know eating a cheeseburger. Eating one cheeseburger is not necessarily the worst thing in the world, but if your diet consists of cheeseburgers, you're going to eventually see your you know your belt get a little tighter, your pants got to get a little bigger. First Timothy six nine, people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. This is the Bible. The Word of God says if you're chasing after money, if you long to be rich, and that's what many people will use this sports gambling as a tool to try and gain wealth, don't be deceived by the people who will tell you that, oh, you should only do this recreationally because they don't want you to do it recreationally because they wouldn't make any money if you did that. They want you to have a problem. They want you to want to do it every day. They are going to target you and market to you and advertise to you so that you do it every day. You'll be trapped. And the Bible says right here, you will be trapped by many foolish and harmful desires, and you will be plunged into ruin and destruction. How do you not do that? Verse 11, 1 Timothy 6, uh, Timothy 6.11, run from these evil things, pursue righteousness, and a godly life, along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Faith and love, by the way, faith and passion, two of the things we teach you right here on this show that you can use to find God's sentence for your life. You don't want to become a victim, become one of the six million problem gamblers, and that number is going to balloon, by the way. Maybe it'll be $12 million, 12 million people by the end of next year. Who knows? Run from evil things. Don't let the world tell you this is a great idea. Don't let people tell you, oh, we're just going down there. It's just $5 because that $5 can turn into your life savings. That $5 can turn into your whole life being destroyed. I can tell you from experience, do not walk down that trail. Don't open the door to it. Run from those evil things. Pursue a godly life. What is a godly life? Following God's plans for your life. He created and designed you to do good things through Christ Jesus. You can look it up for yourself in Ephesians 2.10. And I would invite you tonight that if you don't know Christ, to invite him into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and he was raised from the dead. You shall be saved. Don't let this be the issue that keeps you from God's plan from your life. That's going to do it for tonight's show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in both on Facebook and on your radio tonight. I want to thank Curtis behind the boards. And I want to thank all of you for checking out the podcast and visiting us over at newjohnsimmons.com. Until next time, guys. We pray you discover a future and a hope for your life today. Thanks for listening to the new John Simmons Show, part of the Testimony House Network. To replay this episode or listen to past episodes, look for the new John Simmons Show podcast on your mobile device. Stay connected to the show. Read the latest news, blog posts, and see behind-the-scenes photos by following at New John Simmons on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you would like to learn more about how you can begin to write God's sentence for your life or join a growing community of people who are finding passion, vision, and faith for their lives, please visit NewJohnSimmons.com. Until next time, we pray you discover a future and a hope for your life today.